a.k.a. Business Building Warrior. Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio, the podcast that features hundreds of interviews with successful students from the Proven Amazon course, which is the flagship premier training course in the industry when it comes to building a business that you can be proud of based on proven principles that have been working for a very long time. We continue to see amazing success stories from people who are ready to do the work, ready to follow the instructions, ready, as our guest today says, take action. We can't do that part for you, but we can give you proven, tested strategies. And the one that we start the vast majority of our new students with is the one that our guest today is going to talk about is the replens model on Amazon. If you weren't aware about half of all transactions in the United States any given day online are happening on Amazon. And most of those transactions are happening from third-party sellers bringing inventory to Amazon, helping them fill their underserved shelf space. And once you know the rules of the game, you can build a beautiful business. As our guest today has done, he joined us just as of about September of 2023 as a new student, as of Mid-February, as we're recording this episode of 2024, he's sold about $120,000 so far of inventory. That's pretty incredible. He's a hustler. He's out there. He's hitting it. He's following instructions. He's dove into the course. He spends a lot of time today, I love, on one of the strategies that I've been talking about a lot lately because I use it a lot in my business. One of dozens of ways to find great inventory is to ignore the buy box. That means You're not in the mud with the low ball price sellers on the popular products you're selling. Instead, you hang out at a much higher price and you learn how to spot the products where you can safely do that and make consistent sales. And he shares a great story today on how one product, he sold 20 in a single day, priced way above all the other sellers. Most people think low price wins on Amazon if you're competing with other sellers. And in some cases, occasionally, frequently, it does but frequently it doesn't. You don't win by having the lowest price. You win by having a super high price. You win a lot of sales at a great margin. We talk about that strategy today. There's a link in the show notes, by the way, if you're interested in just that, to a post I made in our Facebook group that will talk you through and show you 100 examples from my personal Amazon selling account where we're using that strategy. I show you the picture of the Keepa chart It graphs out what you're looking for when you're selling above the buy box as a seller on Amazon. But I don't want to spend too much time there because we talked about a lot of really cool stuff with our guests today. Like I said, he's brand new. He was a little nervous, but he did a tremendous job. He's going to be with us in Orlando at our conference, along with hundreds of people that you've heard interviewed on our show. We're going to be going to a beautiful resort right across from SeaWorld in Orlando. All the details about our May 2024 event are at The Proven Conference. That's a three-word website, theprovenconference.com. Go get the details, get signed up. We've actually got a scholarship program that we just released a couple days ago as I'm talking about this, where you can come at no charge. That means if you're hesitant to come because of the expense, we'd love to have you there at no charge, especially if you've never been to one of our events before. We really want to show off this community, introduce you to the the energy, the ideas, the camaraderie, the companionship. Uh, We've just become so proud of what's been built over the past 20 years in this community. This is the 12th annual conference of Amazon sellers, which makes it the longest running conference in the Amazon selling space. Isn't that incredible? So we'd love to have you come be a part of it. Over 40 breakout sessions from the great students in our community who have built beautiful businesses. That's our speakers. We're not bringing in a bunch of A-list celebrities with books to sell. We're bringing in real people who are running businesses, doing life just like you. And they figured it out with a beautiful Amazon business. Well, hey, let's jump over and meet today's guest. You're going to enjoy this interview. We talk about what he sells, how he finds it. We go over his numbers, his margins, so you can know exactly what he is experiencing with the Proven Amazon course training. And uh, you're going to hear the excitement. This guy's life has been changed and he's uh, he likes what the future has to has in store based on what he's done so far and the trajectory of his business. So let's get over and meet Mr. Brett Kale. Enjoy the interview. So Brett, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Good to see you, man. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. 
truly an honor. And I can't wait to get into your story. I know a little bit. You sent us a great bio. I can't wait to, there's some components to your story that I'm pretty excited about. So let's get into it, man. All right. I guess I would start with just a quick background. I'm living in Kansas City. I'm married. I have three boys and uh, I'm a soccer dad. They play soccer. We travel all over cool. doing that. So uh, yeah, that keeps me busy. I've always been interested in e-commerce and, you know, but you see the things on YouTube and stuff and it's like, oh yeah, do nothing and get a yacht. And so I'm always like, that can't be real. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I've never known is what's a real opportunity and what's not. And um, so I was at a soccer game one night talking about how expensive all this travel is with a parent and they said that their husband was selling stuff on Amazon to, you know, help fund all that. And I was like, okay, here's someone who's really doing it. You know, I kind of asked a hundred questions and dove in head first. And uh, I think the next day I had my LLC form. The day after that, I had my bank accounts and then got my Amazon account rolling. So probably within a week had a seller account active and wow. all that. Had you ever set up a business before? I've set up one. My wife and I bought a investment property last year. So okay. I set up an LLC for that. And sure. um, it kind of gave me a little feel for, you know, doing something on my own rather than, you know, I have a corporate job and, and doing that forever. And right. would like to really kind of do more of my own thing. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Okay. So you, you set up your account, you jumped right in. And how long ago was that? What timeline are we looking at? That was uh, September. I think I started the company September 11th. Remember that date? And then my first sale was like the very end of September. Of 2023, I'm thinking. Yeah, just like four months ago. Because here we are, you know, heading towards the end of February 2024. So that gives us a timeline. All right. Right. Cool. All right. So yeah, keep the story going, man. All right. So, you know, I they kind of said YouTube, Amazon, FBA, start doing that. Found a few people I liked, but Jimmy Smith was the one that I just kind of really enjoyed his content. And um, so he talked about the replant model. And then I bought his book, listened to that. It's kind of very similar to the replant one 1.0 course in PAC. And uh, so that kind of gave me an idea of the replant model. Heard about the Facebook group, joined joined that. and. Uh, Got packed pretty quick after that, and just I've been absorbing content like crazy ever since. You know, I probably listened to an hour of either this podcast or one of the pack courses or something. You know, at least an hour about every day, and I think that's really helped me get going. Um, that's fantastic, man! Well done. Yeah, the, Jimmy Jimmy Smith's book is is awesome, but we we've just gone through. There's some things that have drifted a little out of date, so use caution. You know, with any business model. Mm-hmm. Uh, internet base. There's always a little something changing here and there. So we've just updated the replans content inside mm-hmm. proven Amazon course, specifically things around like being cautious, which ASINs you sell against. It used to be a little looser and it, you need a little more scrutiny there now. So those kind right. of details, there's a handful of them that the, the proven Amazon course is very much up to date, but yeah, I love how you, you found our community. And I love that you mentioned Jimmy Smith's name. He's the one that developed the replens system for our community, really systemized it. It existed as a concept in our community before he did that, but he just put a step-by-step process to it and mm-hmm. beautiful content and and it's gone to help thousands of people at this point. So yeah, I'm so glad that that you found this on YouTube that way. All right, man. So so how's it going? Take me through the reality of the business and you know, what are some of the first things you sold and how'd it go? And, and, and I'm assuming you're still learning because you're still fairly new to this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely learning. It's gone, it's built much faster than I could have imagined. I'm kind of hoping to get to 10,000 in the first six months and, you know, kind of did that pretty quickly. My attitude's kind of been, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it work. It will work. I know it'll work and I'm going to make mistakes and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to kind of minimize the dollar amount of those mistakes. But, you know, if, if I lose a little money learning something, that's 
And that's a great attitude. That's a realistic attitude too. And, and that's one of the reasons we love this business model. I know you know this, Brett, but maybe some listeners today don't know that we identified a business model where you can earn while you learn. And if you do make a mistake, it's the, we've minimized the pain. It's you know a few dollars here and there is what you're losing when you make mistakes as you ramp into this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I love that you said, you know, once you've won the mindset game and you follow the instructions, your worst case scenario on any given product that you're trying to sell is you lose a few dollars. That's your worst case scenario. So we right. really have mitigated the risk for you. So you can confidently plow into this at whatever speed you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Your risks are minimized, if not zero, very minimal with right. the way we teach it. So yeah, well done, man. Because a lot of people never end up winning that mindset game. And that's what ends up <laughs> taking them down. The strategy works, the risks are minimal, but they just never get convinced that they're going to make it happen and do what it takes. Right. Right. So I, I think that's probably helped me more than anything. And then having the packed content to be able to, you know, figure stuff out just in time learning, as you put it. Um, there you go. I love I have, that phrase. Every once in a while, just a little late learning. <laughs> but, yep. you know, I've made a few mistakes. But um, yeah, like the very first thing I bought was, you know, I I think I was still waiting for my Amazon account. And I found this topical oil that I could buy for $6 and sell for 20. I'm like, all right, here, here we go. And, you know, before I'd watched any content or anything, you know, I bought a hundred and it's like the, the perfect newbie mistake. And then a couple of days later, I start learning about people and I see, well, yeah, it's got a good profit margin, but it sells about six a week, drops six times a month. So my hundred is going to take a year and a half to sell. And um, if you get all the sales, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I got lucky; it was wrong, and yeah. I sold through them all in a couple months. But um, yeah, I, I was just like, "Well, that's a pretty good mistake to start off with." But you For know, sure. worked out. So yeah, I've just kind of kept plowing. You know, did some of the replans. That kind of Walgreens was one of the first ones I did. Target, I did some there kind of the big box stores, kind of more sale plans, I think I've heard you call them, where mm-hmm. I'll start looking at sales and then kind of, you know, rabbit trail off of that. And sometimes the thing on sale, I'll actually be able to buy not on sale and still make a profit. Sometimes I'll find stuff just rabbit trailing off of that that's not on sale. But yeah, that's kind of where I start a lot of the time or, or at least early on. And then... As we got into November, I started hearing about Q4 and what an opportunity this was. And I was kind of made a conscious decision to, okay, I'm going to put replans. I'm still going to look, but I'm kind of going to put this on hold and just go for it with the the Q4 stuff. So like uh, Black Friday, that kind of week, that week I bought tons of inventory, found, you know, great deals on stuff, got I'd listened to the Legos guy, the, what is that, building block or something like, it, branded block yeah. or something like that. Website is provenbrickinvesting.com. There it is. It's that course. It'll be a module inside the Proven Amazon course here. It's oh, a few months out still, but yeah, it's a great course about Lego investing. We couldn't use the word Lego in our domain name. Right. <laughs> we call it Proven Brick Investing. Yeah. There we go. Did, and uh, Did you go to that... Uh, training the q4 training or did you actually get the course no i like i think he was on the virtual conference yeah i listened to that virtual conference training yeah he covered a lot of ground there that's and for those who don't know that training is inside the proven amazon course already as part of the collection there yeah so you went through you learned a little bit about uh legacy yeah and like i was just like i'm gonna give it a try and um you know some of them i still have but have seen you know, they'll be sitting there that I'm way above where everyone else is priced. And then as they sell out, once it hits yours, they all go in a, mm-hmm. you know, I have like 10 of a number of different sets and, you know, they'll sell in a day once it gets up to my price. So it, it works, you know, and yeah, I've set those prices pretty high. So yeah, a lot of it's still upstairs waiting to be sold, but um, I'm confident that it just takes time for the people below you to kind of sell out. And um, so, yeah, that was, you know, I bought a lot of toys, learned a lot of lessons, you know, bulky toys are kind of a pain to FBA. 
you know, I did a lot of video games and that did not go how I expected. <laughs> um, and uh, like last year, they kind of followed one pattern and this year was completely different. And um, yeah, so, games that can happen. Something can be like on fire one year and next year. It's just even though the chart says it should do well, it's kind of fallen out of popularity. Right. Right. And yeah. And well, Amazon stayed on them and they never went back to their retail price from like the mm. Q4, like the Black Friday price. So, you know, but learned some lessons there. And even then, like a couple of them to get rid of them. I lost a couple hundred dollars because I've gone pretty deep. Mm. But a couple other ones I made over $2,000. So it's like I lost some, but overall I came out ahead. You know, I learned I probably won't do video games again. So, I did so much in December that it like I just had to learn all kinds of new things. I'd already kind of I think FBM is one of the key things that's helped me grow pretty quickly. I kind of stumbled into that. I had bought some dog food that was expiring in two and a half months and thought that was enough time. And I went to FBA and there's a 90 day rule and right. So I couldn't do that. And I listed them FBM and sold them in an hour. And wow, I, was like, I love that. If for the yeah. listeners who don't know, we're talking about FBM, Merchant Fulfilled, instead of sending it at Amazon, where Amazon does the fulfillment from their warehouse, you keep it in your garage or in your spare bedroom, and then you have to ship it yourself when it sells. That's FBM or Merchant Fulfilled. But it sold within an hour. That's pretty right. cool. Yeah. Uh, so is that something you've repeat bought and uh, done well with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it That's was a good one for a while i've done a number of like dog foods have been one of like some high-end stuff yeah that way too expensive for my dogs but um <laughs> people pay a lot for dog food apparently yes um, they will but i found it, need it they want it shipped fast and they'll pay for it right and um you know that nine to ten pound kind of range yeah. does really well fbm and i think a lot of people avoid it because it's that heavy Sure. And so it kind of opens some opportunities there. But with other things, I'll test it. Like I do a lot of RA mm-hmm. and I'll, you know, pick up a couple and I'll list it. And you hear about people selling it before they hit the cash register. That happens quite often. Yeah. Um, now I'm in this store for four hours. So it's okay. not like it did a rope pass, but sure. But yeah, it, and that kind of gives me, instead of waiting three weeks for my shipment to get in there to find out if sells i get that test a lot quicker and then if it is selling like crazy i can buy a little more to fba fbm while that's getting in there and then you can turn your money over so much faster if you're willing to to retail stores or pay a shopper to go to retail stores uh, because you get your hands on your inventory like you said that day you can list it that day it could sell that day whereas order product online it comes in you inspect it maybe you ordered 12 units you only get six Right. So it's there's some challenges with shopping only online, which a lot of people come into this business, Brett. You may have heard me talk about it before. And they say, I only want to shop online. I don't ever want to go to a retail store. I don't ever want to do this. I don't ever want to do that. It's got to fit into this parameter. Like the, the more parameters you stack on top of the way you want your business to be, you're eliminating a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. There. If you're willing to spend just a few hours a week in a, in a retail store or send someone else out with a list, Man, there's gold everywhere. And you know exactly what you're getting. It's in your hand. You can inspect the box. It matches perfectly. You put it up for sale that day. If you want a merchant, fulfill it. You could sell it that day at a nice margin. I actually, I, I love telling this story, Brett, from time to time. I've told it a few times over the past, I don't know, 30 episodes or so of the guy I met at our conference last year, which we'll talk about the conference. So let me forget before we get off the line here today, but uh, who does merchant fulfill grocery, but he only hits the sales. And he sells it the day that it goes on sale, typically. So you know, Kroger, Target, you mentioned some of these big national chains. A lot of times they'll put the same stuff on sale at every store across the region or even across the country at the same time, mm-hmm. which means a lot of people will jump on it and source it maybe four or five days after it went on sale and they'll prep it and they'll pack it up and they'll send it into Amazon thinking they've got a winner. But by the time Amazon gets it, unpacks it, puts it up for sale, we're two, three weeks into the process. Well, hundreds of 
potentially hundreds of other people have jumped on that same sale. Right. <laughs> and now they're scratching their head going, why are so many people on this? Well, because <laughs> of the national sale and everyone merchant or everyone FBA'd it. Right. Was sent it into a warehouse. Whereas he's selling it that day. Mm-hmm. The store off the retail shelves near him, putting it up for sale on Amazon that day. And three or four days later, he's out. Right. He's, right. Yeah. That's, that's one of dozens of ways to do this. And mm-hmm. I really like it because it's full out hustle mode. It's like, okay, and you got to clean the shelves, which sometimes stores don't, they're not a big fan of you like coming in and taking 30 of the, the mm-hmm. people that's on sale. Yeah. I won't get one or whatever. Some some stores don't mind at all, but I'm just saying it's it's more of a churn model in my mind versus I like the nice steady pace of replens, mm-hmm. not waiting on sales, but there's money to be made so many different ways with this. Right. I just want to yeah. throw that out there, you know. Uh-huh. Thinking about merchant fulfill versus FBA sending it into the warehouse, that sort of thing. But yeah, well, keep your story going, man. I lo- I love uh, I love everything you're sharing so far, and and it sounds like you're firing on all cylinders. What's the biggest mistake you've made so far that you can think of? About a hundred units, but I ended up working out for you. You kind of rolled right. there. But, yeah, kind of similar things. Going a little too deep sometimes. Um, too deep, too fast. Yeah, I had an expensive dog food that was like $100 a bag, but selling for 200 And I had like 10 of those and got an IP filed on me. And so I was like, oh, now I've got $1,000 of dog food. But that forced me to figure out how to list something on eBay. And I ended up selling all of that for a profit. So it's like every time I hit something, it just makes you figure something else out. Yes. And, you know, uh, that that just makes me think, I mean, it's one of the skills, if you develop it, it's the difference between making it and going under. It's when something bad happens, you can focus on the loss or you can focus on the lesson and you can pivot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a choice you make. And the people right. focus on like, okay, what did we learn here? I need to do a little more research on the ASINs. I need to make sure that they're not prone to, you know, complaints from the brand owner, for example. Had mm-hmm. you done that, you probably would have avoided that ASIN. But now that you've done it, now that you're, now you've got that thousand dollars with a dog food. What are we going to do? What are my options? Facebook Marketplace, eBay, maybe even Walmart. Right? Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of options available right. for you to pivot when you get in a little over your head on inventory. So well done, man! I love it. So you flipped it on eBay, and you still yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what were they selling like, on eBay? I'm curious, approximately. I like listed them at like 170, and like people were hitting pretty hard. So I probably could have got 200, but I was. Wanted to make sure I got rid of it before, you know, it didn't expire till like June, but mm-hmm. I didn't know how long eBay would take to sell. So yeah, a little low. Um, That's cool, man. I love it. Good pivot story. Yeah. So yeah, most things that have gone wrong, you know, like you said, I look at it like a lesson and just try and figure out how do I get rid of this? And yeah, with the IP thing that, I mean, it scared the heck out of me because <laughs> The one thing I was like that could really ruin me would be like getting closed down or whatever. And at the time, my health account health was like 200. So that took me below the the deal. And I got Jeff Schick signed up and he's like, what do I do? And yeah, he's he's great. Um, they've helped me with a lot of stuff. But I learned how to look at keep the charts to look for that. Have not gotten an IP complaint. Set, so. Yeah. Um, and, and IP complaints aren't a big deal if you address them properly. Sometimes people right. are pretty freaked out. The first time you get one, everyone freaks out. And it's really not a big deal once you learn how to address them, but you do want to avoid them if you possibly can. Right. Because uh, it's just, it's, it's just a big pain, man. Right. Recall your inventory and then ask permission to sell it or decide to move on. And now you've got ASINs you can't sell against anymore and inventory you're not sure what to do with. Those are the, some of the biggest challenges. Right. Um, you can't just ignore them, but they get overhyped as being a, an issue. Right. And, and you said you learned how to read a keep a chart, you know, to avoid it. And that's what we do here. There's tools and software out there that supposedly helps you. But I think uh, those tools are way overly cautious. Mm-hmm. One that I've ever seen. We sell against all kinds of brands that those tools tell us we shouldn't sell against and we right. do that's fine so yeah you mentioned bringing jeff schick on he's a great supporter of this community good sponsor of the community uh, he's going to be at the conference as well which we'll talk about but jeffschick.com he's a a lawyer who actually also understands 
very deeply all of Amazon's policies. And so when you get these strange health alerts and things, you just send them to him and he tells you what you should do. <laughs> but learning to stay out of trouble is a big part of what we teach our students around here too. So hopefully right. a lot, but for a few dollars a day, you've got him on retainer and right. actual attorney. So yeah, but it yeah. helps me sleep better at night just knowing that if something like that pops up, it's kind of like having a great accountant when you get something from the IRS, you don't even open it. Just send it to them. Right. <laughs> Let you know if there's something you got to sign. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yeah, like as I've gone on and like as you make sales, your account health goes up, mm-hmm. you know, an IP complaints like four or eight points or something. It really isn't yeah. it's that big a deal as, as long, long as you're cautious. Yeah. Right. But um, right. yeah, the first time you, it scares you. So, yeah, I mean, that kind of stuff. My numbers, it, like, I kind of hit hustle mode so hard that I was just like, I'll figure it out later. And I'm actually have an engineering degree. I'm a numbers guy. And like accounting, I, I'm like, I don't know what I'm missing, but this doesn't make sense for me. I tried to get QuickBooks and yeah, like, I don't know. It was difficult. So I actually, the post that you asked me to be on here, I was asking about numbers and you recommended seller board. So I, I have that and that's helped. So I have inventory lab and seller board. They say different things. So I'm just like, you know, trying to. Typically seller board is a little more accurate. They dig a little deeper. And uh, you mentioned a couple of tools. We'll stick links to everything in the show notes for those who are curious, but seller board, their primary function is to help you know on a, ASIN by ASIN or product by product basis, which ones are making you money and which ones aren't. So you can make really good decisions. They mm-hmm. factor in all the fees and any credits back to you even that come in. Uh, Inventory Lab is much more of a thousand foot view of your business and Seller mm-hmm. Lab really digs in. So I would trust the numbers that Seller Lab is sharing with you as far as your net profit numbers. Okay. You know, just because that's that's what that tool does. They specialize in that. And, and for people who are interested in Seller Board, silentgym.com slash numbers is a link to the special offer they gave our community. So you can get a nice discount there. And like I said, 15 bucks a month, I think is the starting point, but. Hey, pardon the interruption for just a moment, but I've got to tell you about one of the favorite sponsors that we've had around here for quite a while, simply because so many people are using their services now. They're very popular in our community. Sellerboard loves us and we love them. What do they do? They help you know if your products are profitable. On an ASIN by ASIN level, you can dive into the details of which of your products are performing well and which ones need to be cut out, along with a host of other new really cool features that they're constantly adding and innovating. It's a very inexpensive tool that's very easy to set up. And we strongly encourage you to go take a look at the special offer they have just for listeners to this podcast at silentgym.com slash numbers. Jump over there. Check out what they've got for us for just a few dollars. You could get rolling and know your numbers later today. Hey, let's get back to today's episode. You know, just because that's that's what that tool does. They specialize in that. And and for people who are interested in seller board, silentgym.com slash numbers is a link to the special offer they gave our community. So you can get a nice discount there. And like I said, 15 bucks a month, I think, is the starting point. But but what are they showing you? Like give us as much numbers as you can, obviously. You know, I don't want to dig probably too deep but whatever you're comfortable with yeah i I knew you would ask so i wrote them down um like september like right at the end i sold like 150 dollars and i think i actually lost money on that um that's the month you started yeah right right and then october i did 8900 at about 19 percent, and then november i did 16,200. that was my best like profit margin at 27 percent um and then or december i did forty nine thousand dollars but like 18 percent and things were you get more returns especially the video games a lot of those came so january you know like i said that's not my typical number probably that was big boost with black friday sales so january I was back to like 27,000 and a 14% margin as like returns came in and I was dumping some of that inventory that didn't work so well. But I figure, you know, 14% of 50,000 is better than 20% of 
10,000. So, <laughs> you know. yeah, you still put four or five grand in the bank, even on the the return, heavy return month of January and, and your sales dropped uh, as well, which doesn't always happen with replants typically. You know, if you're hitting sales and seasonal hot items, you are going to see a stronger December than January, but it's not uncommon at all for replants sellers in our community to see a stronger January mm-hmm. than December. Happens yeah. all the time, actually. Right. Because and you're feeling boring year-round stuff and people are back to their normal routines in January. Instead of buying Christmas presents, they're back to normal life. Right. So January picks up, you know, basically so that's left what off. I'm hoping to have in place by next Q4. Yeah. Yeah. So since the new year, I'm kind of been plugging some holes, you know, trying to figure out, like, I know I'm leaving money on the table with Amazon just because mm-hmm. of, I don't know what I'm qualified to get back. So I heard you talk about Gatita on a podcast. I think that's how you say it. And so I signed up for that a couple of weeks ago, already getting some money back from them. I signed up with uh, Hummingbird, your, your company for accounting. So Oh, cool. That, you connected with Hummingbird. Yeah. And you said uh, Gatita, right? You, yeah. That, yeah, cool. They're, they're another great sponsor of our community. Yeah, there's links to all that in the show notes. But yeah, they help you recover, you know, any refunds that Amazon owes you. And yeah, free service, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think they only, their, their arrangement is they only make money if they send you rebates that right. you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Exactly. <laughs> Percentage of those. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. How much money yeah. did you get? Have you gotten paid by them yet? I think I looked. It had only been running about, two weeks and that was already like $200 and they said it'll take a while because they don't want to file. If you file everything at once, all at that once. makes Amazon mad or hurts your yeah, account. Red flags. So they, you spread it out. Yeah. They, they're good yeah. at what they do for sure. Right. So then, I'm pretty confident, you know, they're hitting little things that I never would have seen and it's stuff I don't have time to mess with. And yeah, it's like they keep a cut of what they get. It's money I wouldn't have got if they hadn't done it. So it's yeah. free, really. Um, yeah, that's that's a great way to look at it, man. They're finding cash that Amazon owes you, and with all the all the different products that we typically sell as resellers in our community, that's where we start almost all new students. It makes a lot of sense to to get connected with them, get free service. And there's there's a link inside the show notes for today's episode, but I'm pretty sure the link to them is reimburse silentgym.com slash reimburse check the show notes but i'm pretty sure that's the link that they need to go check out gatita or get it depending on how you pronounce it i i actually asked them one time like how do you pronounce your name it's like however you want <laughs> there's, there's so many different ways to say it <laughs> right right so um yeah so the numbers things bothered me and i you know brought on jared from hummingbird and uh, like yesterday i spent an hour and a half with him going teaching me zero and showing me how bookkeeping work, you know, how to do it simple. So I, I'm the type if you show me once, I can figure it out. And um, so I think that's going to be kind of the missing piece for me. And, uh, beautiful, you know, a, yeah. a great, help me really get grasp of what numbers are right. And all that. Yeah. And, uh, that's so great. I love that you're using Hummingbird as well. That's, uh, yeah, we put, a, we put a lot of, we put them through a, a pretty tough vetting process to become part of Hummingbird, the services that, you know, the lawyers and the marketing services we recommend there. So I love to see Jared is really doing such a great job with this. Uh, there's a link to Hummingbird in the uh, show notes as well. To, if you need an e-commerce specialized accountant, I won't, I'm not going to say a whole lot here, but if you're using an accountant who doesn't specialize in e-commerce, odds are you're paying way too much in taxes. So yeah, you're smart to do that right out of the gate, Brett. Good call. All right. So yeah. What else, man? What else goes into your story? Uh, do we, we hit all the numbers, right? Did you, how's, did we hit, uh, yeah, you told us January well, was 27. Yeah. February. I, I think I'm like on the rise again at 30 at more of a 22% margin. Oh, wow. Like kind of okay. got some of that behind me. And, yeah. um, we got a good chunk of February left, but you're pretty sure you're going to hit about 30. Yeah. That would be my guess. Plus and, That's yeah, great, so, man. Yeah. I, Notice today I hit 120 overall. So for four and a half months, that's way beyond where I thought I'd be. <laughs> that's awesome. You sold 100,000 yeah. in four months. Yeah, that's a good way to sum it up. At nice, what's the average margins on that? What around probably 20? I, 
19 to 20, I think. 19, like, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, more than I ever thought at this point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm kind of plug and hold, like I said. Uh, you know, Merchant Fulfilled was a big one. Above the buy box, what you preach is like that helps so much. I think when I was first starting, I was kind of noticing, like I heard you talk about the 200 warehouses, you know, the Amazon, it's not one place trying to get it everywhere, 200. And if you're close, then you can get it there faster. So, you know, that made sense to me. Then I noticed as I was buying stuff, like I was buying a barcode printer and I could have got it cheaper and waited a week where I could pay $10 more and get it tomorrow. And that was a no brainer. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty frugal. So, right. you know, if I'm doing that, then people yeah. who aren't that money conscious are doing it all the time. Millions yeah. of shoppers all day, every day are shopping for speed, completely ignoring the price tag. Yeah. And, right. and once you realize that as a seller mm-hmm. and you realize, like you just said, Amazon isn't one central warehouse. It's, 150, 200 warehouses spread out all over the country. And people right. want stuff fast. And mm-hmm. on those hot ASINs, on those fast-moving products, you can park your price high. It sounds like you've tested that strategy. Talk me through how, that, how that's going for you. We've been hammering that pretty hard lately, the past couple of months or so, You know, convincing people. This isn't, I'm not saying it's the best way or the only way to find great new ASINs, but it's certainly one of my, fav- one of my favorites because it just opens up millions of potential products that you can sell that they're right there under your nose. And you, you've probably moved on thinking, oh, there's nothing there. The buy box is my break-even price. That's great. Test it high and see what happens. Right, <laughs> what right. For you? What have you seen? Give me oh, some specifics as you can. Yeah, I sell stuff above the buy box constantly. That's not, yeah, like you said, it's not my only strategy. Something that makes sense to try and kind of stay there mm-hmm. on slower moving stuff. But if you find something selling couple thousand a month like i had one the other day i'm at 35 and there's a bunch of people at 27 and i'm sold 20 of them in a day and like i mean that's not even close i was like am i reading this right you know and okay yeah let me, the, let me repeat that to make sure i heard you so so everyone's fighting over the buy box at about 27 dollars a bunch of stuff right. on a fast moving product mm-hmm and I'm guessing that's about break even because of that many people selling at that price. Most people can, pro- can probably easily source it. I'm guessing, you know, like let's say 12, 14 bucks. So your break even is going to be around 25, 27, depending on how big it is, right? I'm just using random. Mm-hmm. But you're sitting here seven bucks or so above them and making sales 20 in a day above buy box on a single product. Yeah. Just flying off. I had like 40 of them and then. I had 20 more that I was FBM in and I'm like, get them in there as fast as I can. <laughs> That's yeah, so I mean, and it's well, like... Was that, was that FBA above buy box or Merchant Fulfill? That was FBA, but mm-hmm. I've done it a lot with FBM merchant too. Fulfill as well. Yep, yeah, it works both ways. Right. Love so, it. More validation. Yeah, I, I'm hearing from more and more students all the time who say, wow, it's been right under my nose. And the reason I think people don't, sellers don't notice this phenomenon is because that data point doesn't show up anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can't see those sales happening on Keepa. Amazon doesn't tell you a whole bunch of shoppers ignoring the buy box price. Mm-hmm. They don't have any incentive to tell you that. Right. There's busy people and there's only one unit in a warehouse near them. And it's your unit sitting at 35 bucks and they want it now, not four days from now at $8 cheaper. They want it two hours from now. You know, Prime now is a big deal for a lot of people. I know mm-hmm. my wife and I, are, we're getting ready to do a little bit of travel. We needed a new travel bag. She hopped on Amazon. She needs the bag today. I guarantee you she was not price sensitively shopping to see which of the 30 sellers is selling it for the least four days from now. Right? Right. We fly tomorrow. No, we can't do that. Right? Mm-hmm. People shop that way all the time. So what, whatever's closest to us in the warehouse near us that we can get here two to four hours, boom, we're on that one. Mm-hmm. Really ignoring the price. Once you realize Amazon shoppers shop that way by the millions every day, and that Keepa isn't showing you those data points, and Amazon isn't showing you those data points, there's no tool you can buy that shows you those data points. The only way to discover them is to test your higher, test higher prices, mm-hmm. and then it starts happening. You're like, whoa, <laughs> right? It works, right? And it, it works a lot. I mean, it, it does. yeah, it's. 
I, I think I didn't buy a repricer for a long time and that helped me recognize it too. Because um, yeah. I would make some sales and go look at it. Like everyone else had dropped $3 and I'm still making sales. So that kind of, you know, shows you before mm-hmm. I was even hearing about it. Yeah. Hey, not a repricer too soon can actually shoot yourself in the foot because now you're wrestling with everybody else in the mud trying to gain the buy box for a few extra pennies here or there instead of just holding out on the fast moving ASINs, holding out at a nice high price and steady sales. I love it. 20 in yeah. a day. That's beautiful, man. You're making better margin than anybody else in that buy box. And oh, yeah. They're all fighting over the, the lower price. <laughs> yeah. It's so great. I yeah. So I I have a repricer now, but I don't typically. There's some ASINs that make sense that I'll turn it on for, but a lot of them, I don't turn it on until it's after a month or so. Yeah. Kind of, you've, you've kind of talked about that. I just, that's a good way to do it. And then out there months, at a high price, wait four to six weeks. If it's not selling at a rate that you're happy with, drop it in the repricer and see what happens. Right. Not a bad strategy. That's a super simple way to manage that process. Right. So, so yeah, I mean, I do it a lot on once I probably already would have made money on. And then you add that on and it just, you know, makes your ROI really high. So, that's that's been a big one. Well done. Um, I love to hear it, man. I love to hear that people winning with that strategy. There's a module inside the proven Amazon course. I'm assuming you've went through it, Brett, or maybe you, you at least know it's there. You've picked up the concept where it's the above the buy box training. And I go through multiple examples of what to look for on a keep a chart to take advantage of this opportunity. Uh, and again, the thing I love is millions of ASINs that you otherwise would look at and go, no, can't make any money there. I'm moving on suddenly become, wow, I need to test that. And it works out with your worst case scenario being break even. Right. There's a lot of product out there that meets that description. And I love that you're, that you're dialing that in, dude. Well done. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, that's been, you know, kind of take action. If I, I'm only been in it four months, I'm probably shouldn't be given any advice, but if I were, that's the one thing that's helped me is just, you know, yeah, you might break even, you might make some money. Try it and, you know, send it in, see what happens. And, you know, if you keep taking action, even when it doesn't work, you're learning, you know, great lessons, helps your account health anyway. So, yeah, it's uh, that's been the, the biggest thing for me. And, you know, it, I've loved every minute of it. Like you talk about on Mondays wanting to get up and go to work, yeah. you know, I haven't felt that for a long time with my corporate job, but you know, I can't wait to get off work so I can go, you know, work on this or weekends, you know, I'm I'm just loving it. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's fun. Like I'll spend four hours in the store and love every minute of it. You know, my wife's like, those better than to send me to Walmart, get something (laughs) because I'm not coming back for a while. My wife is the same way too. (laughs) You're going to the store. I'm like, yep. She's like, no sourcing. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, a lot of that. So yeah, you know, I think my next steps, I've, I got the branded bundles course and like, I think that's, well, my very next step, I want to get a VA to help with really doing, I need to learn OA a little better. That way I can teach a VA how to do that and use the the content from Brian's content on advanced people one and two mm-hmm. to come up with spreadsheets to give to the VA. So if I can get that kind of off my plate, then I can dig into branded bundles some. And then I've listened like a lot of the courses, even if you're not doing them yet are super useful. Just you pick up nuggets throughout the whole thing. So I've listened to the whole thing, but I didn't have Helium 10. And I don't want to invest in that until I'm really ready. But, you know, once I get a VA, get that kind of keeping me at least where I'm at or rising a little bit in sales, kind of dive into the branded bundles. And, uh, you know, at that point, I I think I want to do coaching at some point. I kind of know my next couple steps, but once I get those in place, I think it would be the time to to bring on a coach and learn branded bundles, you know, maybe use, I know Nate at Hummingbird helps people set up like 
branded bundle templates almost. Show, right. You show me how to do it once, I can do it, you know. Yeah. So, you know, maybe take advantage of that. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm looking to go. Yeah, yeah I, I love it, buddy. It, yeah, and I, I love the way you're kind of processing through. Here's the next steps and what might I do next? And you've got a solid game plan. There's not necessarily one perfect right way. There's a handful of wrong ways to do it. You mentioned coaching and I just want to, you know, you've got a great plan, but the point, what I tell people is at the point you've got the margin in your life and you're ready to go further, faster, that's when you get a coach. It could be when you're brand new, could be, Hey, here's some goals I want to hit first. I want to validate the idea first. Maybe that's fine. But when you're ready to go further, faster, and you've got the margin in your life, meaning you've got the schedule margin, you've got the financial margin, the You've got the mindset, the supportive family, right? You've got all these things. Like, I've got some room. This fits into my life. I'm ready to go further, faster. That's when it makes sense. Uh, but, you know, we we talked more people out of coaching than we talk into it, I think, a lot of times around here because they just, they're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. They're ready for it. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're on the cusp of certainly being ready for that and everything else you mentioned. I would encourage you. Uh, I had another conversation just today with some other students in our community about this. And, they kind of let their system, like what you've built, you've built a beautiful system. They let it kind of go to the back burner and it started to fade because they wanted to get into branded bundles. That's a mistake. I love what you're saying. Right. I want to train a VA. I want to keep keep going full speed ahead on this stuff. Keep growing. You know, you build a good system when it keeps growing, even though your attention starts to go somewhere else. Excuse me. Right. If you have that, you jumped too early. You hadn't built a good system yet. So you want to bolt that down, build a beautiful system, make sure it's running and operating still, and then take a portion of your attention over to other complementary income streams. That's how you build a multiple income stream business. And you're well on your way. And just playing out the trajectory with your mindset, your de- determination, your commitment, emphasis on mindset, by the way, because a lot of people just never get there. They kind of drag through this like oh, i didn't think it was going to work anyway yeah nothing ever works for me and yeah but you're probably right <laughs> it's not going to work you've got to you got to get right. in there and take action like you said right but the trajectory you're on is you're going to be a leader and in, in creating content and bringing new ideas and telling us all some new insights that we haven't known before before long you know you're going to be doing some other roles with other opportunities open up to you related to this and complementary to all of this because you you just you've got all those elements, man. Well all done. Right. Well done. <laughs> just a few months in, it's easy to spot. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been fun, and yeah, it's without like all the instruction in the pack and the Facebook group. You know, I wouldn't have known where to go, and you know, every time I hit a roadblock, there's something to get me to pivot and you know get me past that. So. I really appreciate the group and and, uh, everything that you guys do. So Awesome. Well, I appreciate that, buddy. I really do. And on behalf of the team that works hard to make this all happen. Yeah, you're welcome. And you're part of it now. You sharing your story and stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit, giving us some of your time very generously. This is going to encourage a lot of people. I could say the things you said today a thousand times, but they're going to hear it from you because it resonated. They can relate to you. Like, yeah, I I said, that guy makes sense to me. I, mean, I he I I believe that story. I like that story. That that's a guy I can listen to. And and you're going to encourage someone else that they need to, like you said, take action. If it's if if it's not this, do something else. But right. whatever that desired future is, unless you're taking actions to move towards it, it's not just going to fall in your lap randomly someday. It's not how the world works. So you found a viable plan, which is what we love to teach around here. Our favorite model, the replen system. You know, there's a thousand things we could be teaching. We teach this because low risk, low learning curve. You can earn while you're learning and high odds of success. That's why we teach this. But there's a lot of other things we teach too. But you've grabbed this bull by the horn. You've taken inspiration. <laughs> you've gone all in. And uh, yeah, just tell your family thank you as well. Because, you know, it, that is, it's a bit of a sacrifice. Like It's a different, slightly different routine. But you're in that period of intense focused effort where it is a little weird, mm-hmm. but then it settles down into a beautiful new routine where there's more resources, you're available, life operates at a different pace, you've got more financial security and those kind of things start to kick in and it, it's a beautiful effect that it'll have on, on everyone. But that period of intense focused effort is, I just wanted to say that if you hadn't heard me talk about that before, it's oh, a yeah. good thing getting something launched, right? Most of a rocket's fuel is burned 
in those first few feet off the launch mm-hmm. pad, right? And then yeah. after that, it's a little, you don't need nearly as much, you know, fuel. Mm-hmm. Right. Thing moving, right? Yeah. The business is like that. So well done, man. You've gotten through that period and you've got some great results to show for it. 120,000 in a few months. That's, yeah. That's nice. And they've, they've like, yeah, at first, like my freshman was like, we don't see Brett anymore. And he's like the one that's the less, you know, like, I don't know, cuddly or what, I don't know the right, right. word, but. Yeah. The one you wouldn't expect to worry about me being gone. He noticed it. Yeah. And, um, but now he every day is like texting me from school. Do you have anything to take to UPS? And he, like they, he does all my drop offs for me. That's great. Um, You've integrated family in. That's, I'd love to oh, see yeah. and involve them in some small way. And now they have a part ownership of it. Yeah. Great stuff. Right. Yeah. And plus the tax benefits of paying your own kids. If you haven't mm-hmm. looked at that yet, have that conversation with Jared. But you know, pay right. them, pay them generously. That's a, that saves you a lot of taxes, right? And you put in yeah. some kind of fund for them for you know future use, whatever. But yeah, nice, well done. Yeah, and my wife, she helps me pack stuff up and get it in. Um, yeah. You know, and um, she's super creative. I'm not. I'm more the numbersy kind of guy. I think when we get to branded bundles, then. I'm gonna bring her in more. I want to bring her to the conference, and then oh, you de- you have to whoever can right right next to SeaWorld. Yeah, let's talk about the conference a little bit. Yeah, um, for those who listen to all of our episodes or most of them, you've heard us talking about it a lot. But there's a reason. It really is the highlight of the year for the community, and this will be your first one, right? Obviously, because you weren't part mm-hmm. of the last year. Yeah, it's. I love the way Nathan says you'll see more hugs than handshakes, and it's not just because it's a chance for those that's been around a while getting back together. It's because there's that level of community and camaraderie very fast. You get to see people you recognize and, and you can be having these great conversations. Everyone's just so transparent about their business. Uh, we don't see each other as competitors. It's May 23rd through 25th, 2024 in Orlando, Florida, The Proven Conference. And Brett, you said you're coming. I really would love to see as much of your family as you can bring. Bring your wife. She'll love it, especially if she's maybe going to be getting involved in the business. And Right, right. So yeah, that's what I'm hoping and of get her some learning there yeah. and me and, yeah. you know, and of relationships, maybe jump into a mastermind, you know, make some mm-hmm. new friends. Yeah. And plus with the timing of this podcast episode, having been kind of recent right before the event, you're going to have people like, Hey, I know you. <laughs> let me talk to you for a minute. Yeah. Uh, it'd be yeah. a great time, man. So yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my next, you know, I'm trying to develop more be a, a little more thoughtful toward participating in the Facebook group. And it's like, you're new. So you're like, I don't know how much advice I can give, but sometimes I've been through what they're talking about. So, you know, trying to, I think that's the next step. I hear you talk all the time about the relationships being what makes it, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you make, makes or breaks it. And, you're on um, a leadership and relationship journey, man. That's what this business is. Right. You know, if I want to analyze someone's business, I don't even have to ask them about their numbers. I can ask them about, you know, who are you encouraging? Who are you inspiring? Who are you sharing the journey with? What new relationships did you add into your business in the last month? And if they stumble over those questions, I can tell you their numbers. And if they have great answers to those questions, I can also tell you their numbers, mm-hmm. but at least the trajectory of their numbers. Because we're in a relationship and leadership business. doesn't matter what you're in. Business, mm-hmm. you're, it's relationship and leadership. Right. So yeah, participate in the groups, form masterminds, reach out. There's easy ways to um, find people who live near you in the community. Mm-hmm. I think the shortcut link, I'll stick it in the show notes if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's silentgym.com slash near me, all one word. It takes you right to a Facebook post where we give instructions on how to figure out who in our community lives near you. So you can, okay. I love the proximity. Mm-hmm. It's great to have a Zoom mastermind. Those are fantastic. But the proximity, like people who live near you, around you in your community, and getting together and hanging out and having fun together, you know, getting to meet outside and just chill and talk business and right. go to a park or something, you know, it just it's the opportunities are endless because most of the world doesn't think the way crazy entrepreneurs do. It's good to get <laughs> people who are in the same niche, same crazy yeah. process, right? But, yeah, it's been funny at a couple my wife's got a pretty big family and we'll go to their thing. And I end up talking someone's ear off about, about the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know what I'm talking about. 
Yeah. You know, one of the things I started off the conference with, I'll probably say it again this year. I've done it several years when I had these, my brief opening comments at the event, right? I say, you know, this is the one environment where I really strongly encourage you to use my favorite two word sentence. Are you familiar? Have you heard me talk about that before? My favorite two word sentence. Do you remember what it is? Have business. Exactly. Yeah. We all love to hear that. (laughs) No one ever asks us that. (laughs) Right. So now you're in an environment where People are going to be asking you that and mm-hmm. ask a lot of people that question and just sit back and figure out how to serve each other and, and grow mm-hmm. together based on the answers. It's an environment where you get to do that for, I keep saying three days, actually, a lot of people come in two or three days early and say two or three days late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a full week event for a lot of people. Right. You know, you, the second time you come, that's what a lot of people drift into. It's like, hey, I'm going early this year. I'm staying late this year. Right. And I think at holidays that Monday, so it, would be it, it like is. Memorial Day or something yes. right after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it actually fits to stay a little later. I think. Right. We, we did that. A lot of people love it. Some people are complaining. The thing we're running into a lot this year is a lot of graduations, a lot of high school graduations and such college graduate weekends in May are made for graduations. So, yeah, yeah. you know, there's some people like, Oh, it's going to be a rough one for us because of that. Uh, but a lot of people are really loving the date choice this year as well. So you can't right. do Orlando either. No one ever complains about Orlando. No, <laughs> doesn't no. matter when it is. <laughs> yeah, right yep. the world. It's going to be awesome. But uh, well, hey man, great job. I appreciate it. Was there anything else on your mind that you were like hoping to get to today? Any questions or anything else that you wanted to share? You had a pretty good list there that we've kind of bounced through. If you like, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, my kind of main things were merchant fulfilled above the buy box and mm-hmm. take action and yep. you know i guess questions would just be like does my plan make sense you know like get a va mm-hmm. I, i'm trying to bolt down like you're talking about get my replans bolted down yep. before i do the brand of bundles yep and then that's if you get a VA finding ASINs the way that you've learned to, and you teach them how to kind of replicate your brain on that point or part of your business where they're finding revenue, now you can start some of the convenience hires, have someone else managing the inventory, going to the stores, right? Putting tape on boxes. Mm-hmm. You're freeing yourself up and you're still going to be keeping an eye on that system and you're managing the little components of it. But pretty soon the people that you have, and it's only a couple of people I think you'll need. You want someone else that you can pay to prep after you've got a trained VA who's finding great ASINs for you consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then get into some of the other, some of the other strategies, like what you mentioned, branded bundles, or, you know, there's several other things you're going to be introduced to at the conference. I don't want to overwhelm you right now, but you're going to come home with like 18 things like, Oh my goodness, we've got to do this. Right. And you're going to have to narrow that down, not bounce around, but mm-hmm. both those things, both these things down intentionally one at a time. Uh, and, and before you know it, you look over your shoulder and your accountant's going to be going, wow, dude, you got 12 streams of income. What's going on here? Right. <laughs> Great. Right. And uh, sure. that, that's, that's the, that's the vision. And they all complement each other and lead to such great conversations, relationships, and opportunities. Uh, yeah. You're on a great path, man. Yeah. Your plan makes total sense to me. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Well done. And uh, yeah, grab a coach. I think you're ready sooner rather than later. Uh, if you're ready to move further, faster, I think at the conference, we can really make a good decision and maybe even meet your coach there on the site because mm-hmm. a good number of our 60 coaches will be at the conference in May. Okay. You can have a conversation. There'll be a booth there that you can have a conversation with us about it there too. But well, well done, Brett. Great to meet you, man. What's your wife's name? Robin. Brett and Robin. Robin oh. with a Y. So yeah. Robin with a Y. Beautiful. All right, man. Well, looking forward to, let's just make it happen, dude. Let's do what it takes to make it happen. See you there in Orlando. All right. It's going to be awesome, buddy. All right. Well, well, thanks for being on the show today. All right. Thank you for having me. It's been been uh, fun. I was nervous, but uh, it was great. Well, you did a tremendous job. You really did. Oh, let me talk to the listeners who joined us today, Brett, for just a second. And if this is the first show you've ever heard of our podcast, maybe it was a great one. But guess what? We've got a lot of great ones. We've been doing this for a while now. We've got almost 800 episodes. The vast majority of them are interviews like you just heard with students of the Proven Amazon course. There's a link to all the resources we talked about today in the show notes near this audio, or if you're watching on YouTube in the description below. So if you wouldn't mind doing us a favor, give us a thumbs up, a like, subscribe, all that stuff that really helps us market the show. We don't put any money towards marketing. It's all word of mouth. So your little efforts there and 
telling people to go to silentgym.com and check out your favorite podcast. Hey, we really appreciate that. That helps us out a ton. So thanks for any efforts you make there. But on behalf of the team that does these podcasts, all the hardworking coaches and content creators and moderators that serve our community, there's over a hundred of us, if you didn't know that. We love what we do. We love serving great students like Brett, who you met today, and a whole bunch of other really good people are in our Facebook group all day, every day. There's a link again at silentgym.com to join us, 75,000 of us as of this episode. Come join us. Check it out. See, it really is what we're describing. It's a very positive, abundance-minded group where we're going to encourage you and not see you as a competitor. We'd love to have you join us. That sounds good. But all right, let's sign off, Brett. What do you say, man? Good show. All right. You in Orlando, my friend. All right. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for joining me. Talk to you soon. Bye. Before I let you go, one last reminder to our incredible sponsor, Celeboard. Thank you. And to our listeners, go check out the special offer they have for us. Hundreds of us use that tool to track our listings on Amazon and know which ones are profitable, which ones aren't, and a whole bunch of other really cool features. You can learn all about this inexpensive, easy to set up tool at silentgym.com slash numbers. Go check them out. Tell them we sent you. We'll have another great episode for you very soon. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.